It's Friday the 13th, baby. You know what that means. The ghouls and goblins come out to play, and there's a black cat, and he's crossing your path, and it's Friday the 13th, baby. Uh, thank you, folks. That was the first track off my new hit album, uh, Friday the 13th, baby. It's also the name of the sequel and the name of the band and the name of the tour bus. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing y'all in Waxahachie. Uh, Welcome to Emoji Drum, everybody. <laughs> I don't have any... I'll play the guitar? I don't know. Yeah. I'll back that up. See, that'll be good because I, I can't play anything at all. I um... this, Listen, this is going to be bigger than the Monster Mash, so you don't need to play shit. You just need that those velvety, those velvety pipes. Yeah, yeah, these velvety congestive pipes. Uh, Friday the 13th, baby. Uh, I know we talked about this a bit on the Alien episode, but do you think, like, the Monster Mash, like, five years from now, I'll, I'll write, like, a sequel, like, it's Saturday the 14th, baby, it's better than Friday the 13th, and just completely fail to capitalize on that? Probably. Yeah. Like, it will It will probably be, like, just you talking about, like, a normal day, like, oh, I went and got my groceries, like, not great. Yeah, probably Also, not. who does grocery shopping on, I mean, I guess that makes sense on a Saturday, I usually do it on, like, a Thursday, though. I do it on whatever day I, I have off, you know. Hi, everyone, welcome to Emoji Drum, <laughs> I'm Ryan. And I'm Andy. And we're back with another heaping helping of emoji goodness. Uh, Andy, how are you feeling this week? I'm pretty good. I'm ready. I'm ready to test my luck. I'm stuck under 15 ladders. Uh-huh. Uh, I've broken sev- several mirrors, uh, and I don't have an end to this. That's okay. You know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry that you're that you're feeling so unlucky, but hopefully we can roll the dice and you know, kind kind of turn your luck around. I personally have been preventing the onslaught of bad luck associated by Friday the Thirteenth with um. Some, something something I like to call magic eight nuts. So you know you know like truck nuts, right? I know what truck nuts are, but I'm scared. So I, I kinda homebrewed my own truck nuts. I got two magic eight balls and and I, I kinda welded them together and put them on the back of my car so it looks like my car has big honk and honkers, which are also made of magic eight balls, which I guess are lucky in this universe at least. Do they I mean, you get your fortune yeah. from them. So like Yeah, I have a little I don't know. You know my like uh, my my backup cam on my car. I just kind of tilted it down so whenever I back up, I just see whatever my fortune is and then it tells me try again, but I can't try again because I'm too distracted and I back into somebody and destroy my magic eight nuts and they just fall off my I mean, car. You could just go out get out of your car and like sort of squat down in, in front of like your bumper uh-huh. and just jiggle those nuts a bit to see what your fortune is you know i like, could i think this may be our next million dollar idea obviously our first was this podcast but our second is magic eight nuts the truck nuts that tell your fortune i i, I gotta get that bad boy on shark tank i was about to fucking mention shark tank <laughs> Oh boy, so Andy, we're here talking about the camping emoji in honor of everybody's favorite film franchise, uh, Friday the 13th. Now, before we kind of get started on these emoji, how have you seen the Friday the 13th movies? I have seen, like, a couple... Okay. Uh, I, I I'll admit that it I I am not huge on them. My slasher movies like have always been like the more classic shit like Halloween. Sure. Or like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of just like the standalone stuff. Yeah. Um, 
That being said, I have seen, like, the first couple and Jason X. Okay, sure. So, a pretty, <laughs> of course I a pretty good spread. Yeah, you seem like the kind of person who would enjoy Jason X, especially with the Dude. David Cronenberg cameo at the beginning of that movie. It's fucking incredible. It's so good. I wish he starred in more stuff. He's in, um... He's in that, and then he plays the antagonist in Nightbreed, and I don't like Nightbreed, I think it's a shitty movie, but you should watch the director's cut if you've never seen it, because he plays the villain, and every second he is on screen is is gold. He's so fucking good. The only other thing I've seen him, like, act in that I can think of off the top of my head is in, uh, one of my classes, mm-hmm. um, I saw an experimental f- film from up here, from uh-huh. Canada, that he was in, where he was getting intimate with a woman. Oh. Uh, I didn't see any... He wasn't nude, but there was, you know... Yeah. There was some stuff going on there. Yeah, there, the, the, the Cronin dong was out, so to speak. No, it, 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 I believe he was clothed, okay. but it, he was having an intimate an intimate gaming moment. Yeah, okay, sure. So, yeah. you've only seen a handful of these movies. I have seen all of them at least twice, some of them three times. Um... I didn't really like them the first time I watched them through, uh, but by the time I got to a Jason Lives, which is like the sixth one, that's the one that opens with the James Bond parody and is just like super self-aware. At that point, I was like, okay, I kind of get, I kind of get why people like these, and especially with like Jason X, um, I really got into it, and I went back and watched it, and I kind of started to appreciate it for what those movies are, which are extremely dumb, extremely repetitive horror movies with no scares and no sense of dread whatsoever, but a lot of people getting chopped up into tiny pieces by a dude in a hockey mask, which is sometimes pretty fun. Um, In terms of content, I definitely prefer stuff like Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, but Jason has one of my favorite designs of any movie monster ever, uh, especially in Jason Lives, where he has, like, the electrical gloves and he's, like, the rotted zombie and shit, but... This isn't this isn't the fucking horror film podcast. This is the emoji podcast, and we're talking about the camping emoji. So, Andy, I want to know what are you looking for this week? So, I suggested the camping emoji as a tribute to Camp Crystal Lake. Yes. Um, and in the spirit of that, I'm going to be looking at each of these emojis uh-huh. and figuring out how I would be murdered if I was camping in them. Okay, that's really good. Uh, I I, I kind of like that honestly. You you've kind of provided. Not a sort of blanket search in this emoji discussion, but you've kind of, you're going to kind of take things piece by piece and give each one sort of an individual assessment then. Yeah, and I'm going to, you know, whichever one I enjoy the most, whichever death I choose uh-huh. um, shall be my fate and also the winner of my my blessing this week. Okay, sure, sure. Um you know, I, I, I like that. I think you kind of come at this with a very nuanced approach, which is why I'm going to go in the complete opposite direction and be a total fucking dumbass and just say, I'm going to say whichever one looks like I'd take camping with me, or whichever one looks prettiest. You know, camping is kind of a scenic, scenic business, so I want to find out which of these camping sites has the most picturesque view. Okay, I, I kind of like it, two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking for a good time out camping with my friends or maybe myself and you're looking and to I'm get... looking for a good time camping by myself mm-hmm. and a stranger who will end my life yeah exactly uh, you want to get started <laughs> I I'm I am so ready perfect um so right off the bat Apple I actually um, I'm actually kind of into apples this week and that's because it looks like a snow globe yeah no straight up Apple like kind of this 
this either looks like a snow globe or like a early 2000s website logo yeah yeah that's a good one uh i really like the 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 weird like 3d treatment on the tent yeah it's really good um the other good thing about the tent is that it's it's already red so you know the blood doesn't the blood doesn't uh stain it thankfully yeah um which is why so i was thinking about this i kind of wanted i don't want to focus on the tent all the time but it's what i have to work with here um, I've noticed that the tent in this one specifically looks very close to that tree behind it. Okay. So what I'm thinking here is some sort of devil lumberjack. Okay. Uh, has found me camping on his land uh-huh. and chops down the tree so it crushes me inside the tent while I I'm snuggled up warm as a warm as a baby being swaddled. Uh huh. So you're kind of you're you're kind of seeing like a Rube Goldberg type situation for this particular emoji. Um yeah, this is very much the flubber of murders. Uh I'll I'll pretend like I understand that reference. I've never seen flubber. I don't worry about it. Okay. I'm glad you brought up the tree though because I was going to say I do really like the tree on the apple one. It feels very tasteful. Like it's like the um it's like they drew up a draft of it with, like, you know, the tent and, like, the grass and all that, and fucking Jason Apple, or whoever the hell's the CEO at that company now, was like, um, not good enough, uh, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna spice that up a bit? And then they added in the tree, and it kinda, you know, ties the whole thing together. One, I really like the idea of Jason Apple being, uh, a friend of Jason Voorhees over their common first name, which is how that works. Sure, of course. Um... Uh, secondly, yeah, there's, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a big fan of this big coniferous bastard over here. Yeah, it's really good. I'm glad you kind of went in on the, uh, the type of tree. I'm glad you can bring your tree expertise to the show. Well, the thing is, we have some people who, understandably, don't want to look at a web page the entire time they listen to our show. Yes, this is extremely so I figured, true. I figured I'd describe some stuff a tiny bit more. Yeah, yeah, you know, I like that. Um, I, I think, you know, that kind of that kind of puts a bow on Apple for me this week. I mean, it's good. Like, I, I um, you know, normally on Apple, I feel like we're kind of wishy-washy about it. But this week, you know, I actually, I actually like it. Yeah, no, their, like, detail work actually works for them in this case. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, this is one where it doesn't look overly done, but uh, when it's small, you can still kind of tell what it is. Yeah. And, like, it, it, nothing gets lost in translation, yeah, basically. Yeah, I agree. They, they they did a really good job this week. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Google, on the other hand... Now, see, the thing about Google is that objectively speaking this kind of rounded tent with the outside supports would probably be the best for camping in but this emoji on on the whole is just not doing it for me yeah it's very flat they also have a pine tree in the background but like it just kind of looks like a shitty christmas like they just pasted something from their christmas tree emoji design uh, and took out the baubles on it um, I also, like, the last one, the tent was kind of at an angle, and this one's just, like, straight on. It's straight on, you know? Yeah. If you're in the woods camping in this thing, and a murderer comes, you know, trudging up with their big murderer combat boots or whatever it is that Jason Voorhees wears, you're not going to be able to hide anywhere, because the tent's going to be facing them at a full frontal angle, and you won't get that tilt that is so, that is so essential to hiding within one of these tents. And unfortunately, you've hit upon something uh, that is integral to my fate in this scenario. Uh-huh. Um, while trying to escape, uh, I don't have a specific vision in mind for this killer. So, 
let's just say another profession, some sort of evil plumber. Okay. Um, while escaping from them in the forest, I run to my tent and hope, okay, they don't know I'm here. Uh-huh. Okay. They pick up the 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 the, the, the sort of like um, poles of the tent. Yeah. The weird like curvy thing and sort of squish it inside. <laughs> so it's like juice. It's 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 a little bit like juicing an orange or something, <laughs> okay. except with my body. If that makes sense? It does make sense. I think you kind of went in a similar direction as me on this one. Because I was going to say that this this ambiguous killer just rolls up to the side of the tent and then, in turn, rolls you into some kind of tent burrito using the pole and just hugs it really hard. And that That's that's kind of what I was trying to say. Yeah. yeah I, I, I lost my wording. But yes, it's very much a sort of... The worst kind of breakfast burrito you can think of. Sure, for sure. It, it, Nobody um, wants to wake up to that one. No, definitely not. You want to be waking up to a nice burrito, not waking up to being inside of a nice burrito. Well, now, hold on, maybe some people would look forward to that, but I am not one of them. We don't kink shame here on Emoji Drome. Really that should don't. be obvious by now. We really don't. We've, we've talked about a lot of shit on this show, but... um. If you want to be rolled up into a nice, cozy burrito and eaten either very quickly or very God slowly, then, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna judge. Um, but we will judge the emoji. And, Andy, I'd like you to judge Microsoft for me. What do you think about that this week? Hmm. I, don't, I don't mind Microsoft this week. I think it's a little bland. Okay. But I don't think it's bad. I like the addition of a uh, bonfire. Yeah. Um, I like the the outline works really well for it here because they didn't put it on the tent. Uh-huh. Um, so it's just it is literally just the outer border of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not a like I'm I'm not like mad at anything here. It's not impressing me, but it's also not like bad. You know? How do you feel? I I actually I'm actually going to go in the other direction from you and say I really like this one this week. Yeah. No uh, I think for what I kind of want out of a camping experience, it's you know, very cozy. This is a very, like, welcoming emoji. It's very warm with, like, the campfire. Uh, there are two trees, so you know you're kind of maybe deeper into the forest than these other two emoji. There's there's a sense of, you know, a, a connection with the uh, natural world, like when you go into Walmart not wearing shoes, like that same kind of thing. Like, you feel at one with the earth and at the, uh, you know, the kind of vibrations of the trees and such with this emoji, and I'm really into that. I... Yeah, I get that. I think you're you're turning me on it more. Like I'm getting into, I'm I'm liking this one more and more the more you talk about it. And it also is kind of giving me a bit of an Animal Crossing vibe. Yeah, for sure. There's something about the very, you know, uh, blunt simplicity of the tent conveyed by the very sharp angles and the you know very simple trees that makes it feel, you know, quaint but also very inviting. And I really like that. It makes me feel cozy. Andy, however. You are you are about to get <laughs> your your skull bastion or some other such unpleasantry with this oh. emoji. So please, by all means, give me the full dossier on this one. All right. So uh, in this story, I've done a bad thing. I've told a lie to somebody, uh-huh. and uh, I've disappeared into the forest without letting people know of my location. Okay. And a vengeful fire spirit has learned of this and rises out of my bonfire Dang. and literally sets my pants on fire uh-huh. and for being a liar liar. And your pants um, being on fire destroys you somehow? 
That's a lot of burns for someone alone in the forest, Ryan. This is true. I mean, maybe maybe you had the four wisdom to, like, remove your pants or something, and so they they kind of call down this fire spell, but there's just, like, a small burning pile in the corner of your tent or something. Like, maybe... Nah, because, like, they're there, and I don't want anybody seeing my business, okay, you know? Okay, sure. Sure. You don't want you don't want these two very nice uh, pine trees, you know, take taking a peek. Well, like there's just a vi- like the 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 fire spirit shows up and I'm like, oh crap! He sets my pants on fire and it's kind of slow, honestly. Like it starts at the ankle and works its way its way up and I'm like, <laughs> I could just remove these, but okay. Oh yeah, man, I don't want anybody seeing my butt. Yeah, I see. Um, I see the problem here. Yeah, uh, and then you know. I go in the tent and just kind of like accept it. Mm-hmm. You're like the uh, you're like the dude on the. Uh... <laughs> gonna... Oh no! I know. I was just gonna say you're like the dude on the cover of Pink Floyd's "Wish You Were Here," but I wasn't even saying it as like a joke. I was saying it unironically, and I think I think there was something that kind of caught me off guard about my own sincerity in that bit, which I'm not really used to on this show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe that's what I'll listen to as I die, just for the irony's sake. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got Spotify Premium on my phone, I've probably got reception yeah, out there. Yeah, the Fire Spirit's like, damn, that was a, you know, that was a good album, but I think Animals was kind of a better turn for them. I think they really, uh, leaned more into the prog rock conceptually on, on that one, and I'm always into a more conceptual album. And then you're like, oh you're God. like, that's fair, dude. Uh, so we can move on, I think, uh. Samsung just doesn't do it for me this week. I'll be it honest. It just kind of looks it. It just kind of looks like a like bad matte painting. Yeah, I think this one looks a lot like if you downloaded something off the App Store that was like Pocket Camp or oh, shit. That's a real app. That's the fucking Animal Crossing yeah. app, isn't it? Son yeah, of a is, bitch. That is the. Uh, that is that is a Ooh. Nintendo property. Oh, I played myself on that one. Um. But no, if you downloaded some kind of subpar, like, Camp Clicker application off the App Store, like, Camp Clicker, there you go, that's good enough, this would be the icon for that particular app, I think. It it, it feels, it just feels a bit lazy to me, it feels a bit slapped together, it's like someone got clip art and just kind of pasted it into the square and called it a day, and I'm not really a big fan of that. Yeah, um, this one's just ugly, um, <laughs> yeah, and like <laughs> makes me sad to look at. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I do have to think of a way I die here, and I think okay, I described it as a matte painting. Uh huh. What if I was creating this matte painting? Oh, okay, very ma- very conceptual, but I'm into it. The ghost of Victor v- Vincent, not Vic- <laughs> Vincent. The ghost of Victor Van Gogh, Vincent's brother. Uh huh. The underappreciated one who. You know, um, he, 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 he tried to outdo his brother by cutting off his own head, and it didn't work yeah. out for him. Yeah. And he cuts off my head. Okay. And takes it, and then I'm like, shit, now I got a ghost body. So it's like a kind of headless horseman type situation then. Yes, except my head is still me and is powered by his ghost energy, but he has all the bodily control, so I'm just kind of, like, yelling at him the entire time while he murders more people. It's a very funny film. Yeah. Uh, coming soon to theaters. 
So it's more of like a slapstick comedy than like a kind of existential terror. It is very much the Jason X of the Andy Dies While Camping franchise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, they really kind of went in early on part four, you know. Most most franchises take a while to get around to that level of stupidity, but Andy Dies While Camping just really got into it on Andy Dies While Camping number four, uh, the return of Victor Van Gogh. The return of Victor's Van Ghost. Oh, that's very good. That's extremely good. See, now you've oh. now you've made it into a Scooby Doo movie, is what you've done. <laughs> yeah, except I get decapitated still because I have to keep up with yeah. the bit. Well, well, decapitations probably happen in Scooby Doo, right? <laughs> Who will forget when Shaggy finally died? <laughs> yeah, that's how they ended the original series. He was like, 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 Scoop, it's the, oh, it's the fucking, I can't do it's it. the guillotine. <laughs> they just guillotine him. It's weird. It's like not even, it's not even a ghost thing. It's just normal people are like, fuck that guy. And they give him the guillotine. Yeah, they got tired of him hogging all the, hogging all the munchies at his smoke sessions. And they finally just like put him to death. Like, like he, he went, he went one too far on eating all the fucking cheese snacks and him and fucking, uh, are there, I'm trying to think of any other Scooby-Doo character that could conceivably smoke weed, and so far, nothing is coming to mind. I can't name, like, fucking... Okay, see, now now we have to get into All this. All of them! All what? of them? They're college students! But It's believable for any of them, except the dog, because that would kill him. Well, okay, now stop. Hold on. Now we have to pump the brakes on this, because you're mm-hmm. you're saying that... The Scooby-Doo universe would not be able to suspend b- disbelief enough to conceivably convey the fact that Scooby-Doo would smoke weed. I think if we are... Cut. Listen, okay, all I'm going to say is if we are operating within the Scooby-Doo universe where a dog can talk, I think we can reasonably assume that this dog would also smoke weed. It causes seizures and canines, Ryan, and that's not a laughing matter. I'm not... Listen, I'm not saying it is or if it isn't. <laughs> all I'm saying is that... The fucking live-action Scooby-Doo movie, check the receipts, the live-action Scooby-Doo movie introduces their characters by doing a fucking weed joke, where they're in the mystery machine, and there's a bunch of smoke coming out, and Scooby and Shaggy are like, oh, yeah, man, like, uh, and then it, like, pans down, and they're, like, grilling shrimp. So, within the canon of the live-action Scooby-Doo movie, all I am saying is that in that universe, the potential exists for Scooby-Doo as some kind of talking dog spirit machination of the other world. The possibility exists for him to rip on a fat joint. Andy, that's all I'm saying. You have to believe me on this. I'd believe that Scrappy-Doo could survive it. (laughs) Why Scrappy? (laughs) Because Scrappy-Doo did steroids in that one movie. That's true. And clearly, like, that means he's a powerful being. Um, but, like, then again, Scrappy- Scrappy-Doo Scrappy probably does coke, actually. Yeah, Scrappy-Doo is definitely on kind of the harder end of, of the drug spectrum, I would say. Um, I don't know, is- 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 fuck. This is- this is heinous. I, I, I will say I've started to see your point, and the more I think about the uh, the cast of Scooby-Doo, I would say all of them have probably smoked weed at some point, but I think it's more of kind of a question of how much it is that they smoke. Okay, so here it is. Fred did it, like, th- a few times, but then he didn't like that he ate so much while he was high, because uh-huh. it ruined his abs, and he wanted to go to the gym more, so he stopped. Okay. Um... 
Velma definitely smokes a shitload of weed. Uh, Velma, in my opinion, is, like, the, like... Okay. Velma's got a grow-up going on. Like, she's got the brains to run that shit, and she's making some bank off of Shaggy. Well, no, that's the, that's, that's the thing. Like, in the live-action movie, she's the one that really, like, takes over the, the whole Mystery Inc. operation. Or, or maybe not. I can't fucking remember. Anyway, please continue. Yeah, I don't know. All I'm saying is that Velma is definitely you're looking at this from an entrepreneurial perspective, uh-huh. but probably does get high on her own supply, which is not what you're supposed to do. I understand. No. But again, they're like fucking nineteen year olds. Yeah. Um, those cartoons were also made in the '60s, and you know how that goes. Yeah, like everybody else is just like, yeah, fuck it, sure they do. I don't have like a funny reason for Daphne to do it. It's uh-huh. just like, yeah, probably. She seems cool. I'd hang out with Daphne. Sure. I'd probably hang out with Shaggy too, but like I'd get bored of it very quickly. Yeah. He he's the type of dude who really likes TED Talks. Sure. Whatever. Um we we have to move on. Uh Andy, sure. uh how about how about LG this week? How are you feeling on LG them? is LG Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, stop. Oh oh no, what? never mind. I was gonna say I, I thought that you didn't ever say how you're going to die in the Samsung tint but that oh, was no, I did. that was we, the, that, that was the whole genesis of this. that bit yeah okay <laughs> that's what led us on the worst bit in emoji drum history <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you uh you ain't kidding um gee um, what's the mood on them this week fucking this is just a framed photo like they literally even have like a shitty border on it this is like you go to fucking walmart and this is the preview for like Hey, do you want us to develop and frame your photos at our like one-hour photo development place or whatever? Uh huh. Um, so, which is why I get murdered while working as a Walmart uh, photographer by a family of demons who come in to get their picture taken okay. and steal my soul when I take their photo. It's sort of an inverse on that belief of yeah uh, people getting their souls taken by cameras. You know, the sort of fatal frame thing. That's a very that's um, a very roundabout way to reach that conclusion. But I appreciate the kind of fresh twist on that uh, tire trope. Yeah. Either that, or they just make all the blood leave my body randomly. But I, I think the camera one's a little better. So wait, would they make your the blood leave your body immediately, like on the spot, or would they be like, maybe it'll happen in two minutes, maybe it'll happen in two months? Like you don't know when it's gonna happen. Like it's a no. it's a roulette. It's not no. This isn't a final destination thing. This is very much a like, I like I'm standing there, and then I look to my right, and I'm like, oh shit. There's a lot of blo- oh, that's all of mine. Oh no, there's all my blood on the floor, and then I'm dead. Yeah, because my blood's gone. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I see you kind of went a much different way than I was going to go with this. Um, I also agree that it looks like a photo, but I was going to say the LG emoji this week is your last known photograph before you are eaten by what is clearly oh. a sentient tent with an eye on the side of it. Oh, sh- that's so much fucking better. Like, ghost house. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, uh, you, you, you you, get ready for the night. You crawl in. You're in your, your outdoor jammies. And you get inside the tent. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to get, you know, a nice night of sleep. And then you're like, and, you know, you go to bed. But then the camera, like, slowly pans out. And the flap of the tent rolls up. And a demonic eye appears. And then the the tent winks, and then it just starts like chewing or whatever. While yakety sax sax plays in the background, I guess that that'd be good tent chewing music, right? 
Yeah, no, totally. Um, I would like to back up really quick. I said, like, Ghost House. I meant Monster House, which is an important thing. Oh, Steve yeah, Steve yeah, Buscemi yeah. is in that film, and I want him to voice the... Um, he is, isn't he? The ten. Yeah. I saw Monster House when I was a wee lad, and that movie left an impression on me. I, I don't think it was a good impression because I don't remember that movie very favorably. I do remember there is a joke where they talk about pissing in bottles because they're like watching the house with binoculars or something like that. And so they're like, oh, we haven't left in like three days. And there's like piss bottles or something like that. And I'm not doing this like this. I mean, this is a bit, but it's not like a bit. Like, I swear to God, there's a bit in Monster House where they where the kids have pissed into bottles. Listen, I mean, these kids, they're just taking all sorts of these weird YouTube challenges now. Piss challenge, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, personally, I don't really dig the LG emoji this week. I, um, <laughs> no, it's garbage. Yeah, it, it does. It Like, I said the Samsung one looks a bit like clip art. This one looks kind of like you said with the Apple one, where it's kind of like a web type thing, where it's like you click this emoji, it's going to play like the Windows startup sound and then install, like, a camping wallpaper on your desktop or something. And I kind of like it in that regard, but it just it just doesn't it just doesn't do it for me, you know? Yeah. Speaking of uh, disappointments... Speaking of disappointments... Uh, WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Uh, once, once again, with that, with that WhatsApp quality you've come to expect. Yeah, WhatsApp, more like, what's happening to these emoji? Because, good God almighty, y'all need to hire a graphic designer. Um... WhatsApp is interesting because it takes kind of a different take on the Apple idea, and while I respect it for being the only other emoji to kind of set up that panorama type thing, it just, there's something about the execution here just falls completely flat for me. This reminds me of, like, you, like, we talked a little bit about, like, web design or, like, apps and stuff. This is a Windows 98 game. Ooh, you're right. Like, this is the desktop icon for a Windows 98 game that you open up and you're, like, it's, like, an adventure game. Yeah, I was gonna say um, it's either... I was gonna say it's either Camping Tycoon or The Sims 2 Sims Go Camping. One of, one of those. Yeah. It's definitely... I think it's, like, a knockoff of, like, The Sims Camping. Okay, alright. Like, like, it's, like, a very... It's, like, not good. So uh, and you don't get to customize your characters that much. You pretty much just pick like the like hair color, skin tone. That's it. And yeah. They just have like generic hair, and it doesn't look right. Isn't that what they did with like the herbs or whatever on the game? I was like, like The Sims One, I think. Uh, I'd never played the herbs, so I would not be able to tell you. I think your life is probably better for not having played them. Um, I you know instead of like. Who is it? I was gonna say Sid Meier, but that's the guy that does Civilization, right? Who's the um, who's the brainchild behind the Tycoon series, or not behind the Tycoon series, behind the Sims? Because wasn't it like Chris Sawyer's Sims or something like that? I don't, I there's there's a name there somewhere. Uh, Will Wright, maybe. Yeah, I was, Spore guy, I think. Yeah. Yeah, instead of like Will Wright's Sims camping, it's like Bill Wrong's. Uh, blims camping it's like oh it's the blims everyone's favorite computer family ryan thank you because i've been struggling to think of a way to die for this one Uh uh-huh and bill wrong is going to be my murderer okay and you said limbs so he is (laughs) i'm going to click on this game and play it Uh and there will be a little me there and their limbs will fall off 
and then my limbs will fall off in real life. Damn. And it doesn't make much sense, but then the game developer will appear named Bill, uh, who I guess is my enemy, uh-huh. and beat me to death with my own arms. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like a Black Mirror episode that sounds about on the quality of writing for that show. Um, Did you know that show's been going since like 2011? Yeah, it's been around, you know, I haven't watched any of it. Um, so it, It's very upsetting to think how much of that show exists. <laughs> Yeah, I know people who like it, but everything I've seen I don't, from it is a little too like for me, because yeah, I don't I don't fault anybody for liking it. No, I'm for just sure. like I don't need the Twilight Zone, but iPhones. Yeah, like I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but as soon as humanity is able to upload themselves into computers or to you know augment our bodies with cyborg arms or animal parts or fucking water guns where my hand should be or whatever other kind of nonsense that we can stick onto ourselves, you know I'm going to be all about that shit. So, so Black Mirror can, uh, can you know, forget about it. Um, speaking of forget about it, I wish I could forget about Facebook's emoji this week. Ah, zing! I do like that Facebook included a mountain. All of these have been yellow tent with pine trees in the background. Uh-huh. Aside from Apple, which is like an orange tent. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, they, they ch- tried to change it up a little. They added a nice, a nice vista, a nice view. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it feels a little like, eh. Something about the position of the tent where the, like, like this emoji does a really good job of conveying this sense of like altitude. Like, wow, I really feel, you know, I'm up in the mountains when I'm looking at this Facebook emoji, but then they just put the tent at like a 45 degree angle to the ground so instead of being, like, sideways on the ground like it should be, it looks like it's just, like, hovering, like, one inch off the ground on, like, the left side for some reason. Like, I don't know. It's not just me, right? It looks like there's something weird about it. A little bit, yeah. Maybe it's just the positioning of the shadow, but I don't know. I think I think maybe they went a little bit overboard on the shading and such. Like, there's maybe too much detail put into, like, the, the kind of sides of the tent and like the the striations on the mountain and stuff like that it's it's just it's it's a bit overwhelming and this is i think maybe like the uh the bob ross painting to complement the van gogh painting of like the samsung emoji where you know there's a nice scenic vista with like some watercolors and such but it just doesn't it just doesn't strike me the way a lot of these other ones do Man, I wish there was some Bob Ross quality on these. Yeah. Yeah, this one's just kind of like, bleh, you know? Bleh. Um, It's fine. <laughs> I like the, like I said, I like the mountain. Yeah. Um, the mountain is also instrumental in my demise. Yeah, I was going to say. So, sculpture is a very, very difficult art. And yes. to sculpt something out of a mountain uh-huh. is nigh impossible. What are you, However. What are you sculpting? Like Mount Rushmore 2? What's the deal? Oh, I'm not doing it. Um, oh, okay. No, no, no. Monty Rushmore is back from the dead. I know there's a lot of ghosts in this, but that's kind of just where my mind goes. Yeah, well, ghosts uh, Monty are... Rushmore, the creator of Mount Rushmore, named after himself, um, he is back and better than ever. He's a zombie now with incredible powers that he can just sculpt anything. So I'm in my tent. I'm happy. I'm oblivious. I hear like I hear like some noises, but I'm like, oh, it's woodpeckers. I don't notice that he has turned this mountain into a giant rock gun dang okay uh it is a it is a revolver pointed directly at me fully working and everything Uh uh-huh and uh in a sort of looney tunes-esque way i get um 
blown to smithereens. <laughs> okay. Uh, when this man uses his entire body weight to pull the giant trigger on this mountain-sized gun. Uh-huh. So, this is Andy Dies While Camping Part 7. What's the subtitle? Rushmore's Revenge. Rushmore's Revenge. See, that's good. That sounds like a really good, like, um, you know, like, animated show about a cartoon prospector who fell down a well but now is, like, coming back. See, all these are just sounding like fucking Scooby-Doo names now is, is the thing. Or maybe maybe Rushmore's Revenge is the third uh, National Treasure movie. I mean, I do like to think of myself as the Scooby-Doo of the internet, so sure. I'll take it. All right, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking why not, okay? <laughs> why not, man? Yeah, um, so there's, there's something very compelling to me about the idea of a giant stone revolver being pointed at this tiny-ass tent, and I can only imagine just, like, obliter- obliterating it like some sort of overpowered Dragon Ball Z attack, and there's just like a huge skid mark where your tent used to be. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it, I am very much like if there is any of me left, it's in that image of Yamcha. It's like that image of Yamcha blown up in uh-huh. the crater where he's just lying there. Yeah. Um, but I like to think that this w- I would essentially be vaporized, and this would be the most painless mm-hmm. of my experiences here. Yeah. So before we go into Twitter, I'd kind of like to get a read on this. How do you? The Andy Dies While Camping franchise is obviously mm-hmm. a lot like uh, C-Lab 2021, which ends with C-Lab basically exploding every single time. Um, are the Andy Dies While Camping films non-sequitur, or do you keep getting resurrected at the end of, or at the beginning of each successive film? So, I can't talk about this too much, okay. um, because the studio's working on it. You'll know, like... It, we're working on the next film. Uh, obviously, all these emojis are based on my past work. Yeah. Um, I will say we released a promotional image that is just a tent in a lab uh, where Ooh. there are clones of me floating in vats. But I don't. I can't confirm that there are just a bunch of clones of me getting murdered every time we go camping. Okay. Um, cool. I'm into it. We're not willing to confirm or deny that at this sure. moment. I'll I'll buy into uh, that theory. Yeah. Um, for all. I personally, I've seen some people say, oh, alternate timelines, alternate histories, uh-huh. um, which would explain why Vincent Van Gogh had a brother in one of them. Sure. Uh, all I'm saying is wait for the next sequel um, and we'll explore some things. Yeah, I, I'm into it. You know, uh, would you like to explore the Twitter emoji? I would. Um, so Twitter is the, uh, again, um, Doing something a little new here. Also, I want to point out, no messenger this week. No, right? no, actually, yeah. that's that's interesting. Uh, I guess. I wonder if Messenger has like because Facebook and Messenger are the same company. I wonder if for more of these like esoteric choices, um, they use like just their generic Facebook emoji in the Messenger app. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because this yeah. is. This is, I mean, this is Friday the 13th, so obviously it applies, but any other day of the week, and this would be a pretty deep cut of an emoji. This isn't something that's going to see a lot of playtime on most people's phones, I would say. Yeah, no, like, I I literally don't know the use for this other than, like, tagging a picture on Instagram where you've gone camping. Sure, yeah. Um, to that end, I, I do kind of like Twitter this week, um... It's definitely working well with, like, the simplicity and such. I think it looks kind of like something you'd see on, like, a kid's, like, storybook or, like, a building block or something like yeah. that. This really is very, like, kid's book to me, but I'm digging it. Yeah. Like, it's, I like that. Again, something to that sets it apart 
a deciduous tree in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a rounded tree instead of a uh, pointy one. And I'm wondering if maybe that's just because of the limitations of the Twitter style. Like, I can't imagine that they'd want to draw all those, like, pokey bits of, like, a pine tree or something when, you know, this kind of rounded tree conveys the message just the same. But, Andy, have you considered that maybe this is not a tree at all, but instead some kind of giant lime which is slowly tiptoeing up on your tent? I had to consider that at all, but I want to explore this. Okay. It does sort of look like a lime on a stick. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe um, maybe it's actually a monster, and it's just, like, posing for the photo. Like, it wants you to think it's a tree, so it folded its arms and turned its back on the camera and put its legs together really close. But as soon as that camera goes off, it's going to flip back around. And it's going to be, like, a one-eyed, like, big-mouth-fanged monster that's just going to gobble up that delicious-looking orange tint down there yeah this is not at all where i was going with it but i like it where were you going because i kind of want to know so i'm a known blasphemer um okay and i i have insulted the god zeus okay uh in many ways so he is he has decided to get his retribution on me uh in this one uh as you can see there is a small cloud in the top left corner yes Imagine if that cloud shot many lightning bolts directly onto to one Andy Claire. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, no, my ass getting zapped. Um, but I do kind of like the idea of maybe Zeus is that monster, because we've known to change form. Yes, like, this is true. Although He in... fucked as a swan before. Yeah, no, I was right? going to say, in Greek mythology, the majority of times Zeus changes form is to get his bone on, so... Uh... I don't know what that says about Zeus in the this o- particular scenario. The only bones here are from my skeleton when I do <laughs> one of those funny x-ray visions while I'm getting zapped, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Andy dies while camping, part eight. Zeus is... Zeus... Zeuspalooza. <laughs> sure. I we mean... bought a Zeus! There it is! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Um... So we're kind of coming because down. I bought I bought a sacrilegious Zeus statue. I bought like an icon, like like a statue of the Dota hero Zeus, and he was like, "That's fucking one. That game's trash. It's a MOBA. Don't play those. Uh-huh. You'll just be mad at yourself all the time." Two, fucking I don't have abs like that. Stop it. So he zaps me a bunch, and it's all because I bought a Zeus. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon plays Zeus in it. Nice, uh, I like it. That's a, that's a pretty good pool for the Andy Dies While Camping franchise. Um, so for Andy Dies While Camping Part 9, which is the Emoji 1, what direction were you thinking about taking that in? Fuck, dude, this one's got nothing! I kind of I kind of <laughs> like this one just because it's it, it's it has a certain visual appeal to it, but it does mm-hmm. lack any defining features that could perform a grisly murder, I will admit. Don't get me wrong, I actually really, really like Emoji 1 this week. I think it's super chill. This may be the only scenario in which I survive, because I can't think of a goddamn thing other than coronary <laughs> failure. <laughs> yeah, so this is gonna be, uh, this is gonna be a, um, like, like, sort of the, the, the breath of fresh air in the Andy Dazzle camping franchise, where they kind of, like, lead you along, and you think you're gonna die, but then... Otherwise, it, it turns out perfectly fine. And then they're like, oh, wait, did, did I miss it? Was it, like, a psychological thing? Like, like, what was the deal with that one? But no, you just go out and you have a nice time camping. We accidentally released an experimental film I made for a class of my camping trip. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just decided, fuck it, slap the name on it. It'll sell some tickets. Why the fuck not? Andy yeah, Lives yeah. While Camping is a huge success. You know, well, with the Friday the 13th series, uh, part nine was actually Jason Goes to Hell, which is where they started getting really weird with it. So I think there is some precedent for the ninth installment to kind of take a different path than previously established here. Mm-hmm. Uh, serious talk for a second. I do want to say, like, I really dig the usage of the different greens on this one. Yeah, it's got a good color palette. It, it like, the tree gradients into a nice, like, um... Oh, I clicked on it, and I saw one, 1. 1.0 I got something for. I'll come back to it in a sec. Um, okay. So, I kind of like the way the tree gradients from, like, a dark green to a light green in a sort of... Yes. It does kind of look like the Grinch's torso to me. Okay. In a way. All right. Just the the shade of green that they go with, like, you could probably stick a Grinch head on that, and I'd believe you, instead of the, like, sort of triangular top. Uh-huh. Um, and I like that there's little, li- little, little bitty trees in the background there on the hill. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I For Emoji 1, 1.0, there is a sun there, uh, and like I've said, I'm a known blasphemer, I don't know if you guys know that. Um, so I've probably angered some sort of sun god, mm-hmm. um, by probably, I don't know, maybe, probably buying like a figure for Dota or something. Um, sure, a lot of, a lot of, just, a lot of... I feel like there's a lot of residual uh, guilt over Dota in this particular <laughs> podcast episode. Dude, fucking any any deity would hate Dota. Yeah. No just god could create that. Yeah. And therefore I will... Um, my tent blows away and I'm left in the sun. And for some reason I can't move. So I just kind of get turned into human jerky by the sun. I was going to say maybe you got cursed to have like a turtle shell or something. And you get flipped Ooh. over and you can't write yourself, and so the sun just, like, bakes you into a nice, crisp Andy jerky. Oh, man. Fucking, and if, if any replicants come along, they're not gonna flip me over. What? Movies! What? Uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're kind of on the home stretch here. Do you want to go ahead and talk about emoji decks? Yeah, so emo- emoji decks, I am not in this camp. I am not in this tent. A witch is in this tent. This is a witch's tent. Okay, so, so the scenario has been flipped, then. Yeah. So I'm, like... I'm, like, getting ready to camp, and I see this tent set up, and I'm like, no one's around. I'm gonna go in this tent, and then a witch is in there, and she's like, ooh, hello, I'm a witch. <laughs> I'll grant you a wish if you do this task for me, and I go and do this, and I ask her to m- make me buff and cool, uh-huh. um, but instead, I, is anyone familiar with the end of Akira? Uh, yeah, it's a good movie. I bet, so... Without going too much into it, mm-hmm. for those in the know, what happens to Tetsuo in that happens to me, but I also get sunglasses to fulfill the cooler part of the wish. And then she's like, you shouldn't strike deals with a, a, a lady of the witching ways. <laughs> um, <coughs> listen, well, listen, you should have known better when she told you that you had to go find three witch orbs out of the fucking witch maze. You know, it was pretty well advertised, I think. Find my magical orbs, or I'll perform a hex on you! I'm Basically, a... I'm imagining Gruntilda from Banjo-Kazooie. And sure. Doing that voice. Yeah. 
Um, I, 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 I should it. do the rest of the show in that voice. You can try. If, if, if that's what your heart so desires, I will not stop you from doing so, you know? No, I just kind of felt like worrying the audience for a second there. <laughs> See, the thing about the witch voice is that it's very good. So I think it would be um, hilarious, but you'd probably... You would not be the only thing murdered in this scenario. I think the ears of our listeners might be murdered a bit too. But yeah, um, no, it is sure. it, it um, is a very good voice. Sincerely though, how do you feel about the emoji decks? It's okay uh, offering this week. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's fine. A, it's all right. It's um, I think you can maybe slap it onto a very buff body, and you have something very close to like pyramid head work in there. There's something about like okay. the shape of the tent. Um, I think this is kind of like the survivalist emoji for this week. This is a, this seems to be a very rough and tumble kind of tent with a very, uh, you know, strong bonfire. This is this is a road tent essentially. Like uh, when you're living in like this the 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 sixth century and you're on the road to fucking I I don't know ancient Mesopotamia and you've got to grill some weenies. Like this is the tent you set up on the side of the Silk Road or whatever. I'm just naming as many old things as I can. No, I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. I will point out, like, you could put... This tent doesn't have to be in a forest, I've no. noticed. Because there's no background to this tent. Anywhere your heart desires. Yeah, it's very open, and that's kind of what I like about it. But I don't think it delivers as being my kind of emoji of this week. But if you'd like, we can go ahead and pick our best and worst. I would love to. Uh, Ryan, what is your worst emoji this week? What is my worst emoji this week? Well, you know, I think for me, I think this week was kind of pretty cut and dry. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Samsung just because it feels really shoddy to me. I don't like the, um, I don't like the aesthetic of it. It, like I said, it looks like clip art. It's like a bad app icon, and it just really does nothing for me at all. Yeah, mine is. I'm kind of like a toss-up between Samsung and LG here. I think I'm gonna go with Samsung as well, just because LG at least has, like, a bit more effort put into it. The the LG one feels at least a little bit more cohesive in a way, Mm -hmm. and there's something about, like, the gradient of it going from green to blue that I really like, but, um, the Samsung one really just does feel kind of pasted together. That is not a tent I would like to be killed in. Um, yeah, the 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 sky in it is super fucking muddy too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So how are you feeling on best this week? Oh, I I've known in my heart what the best is the moment I said the name of the film. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Andy dies in the camp. We bought uh, Andy Andy dies while camping. We bought a Zeus. So that's gonna the be Twitter, most yeah. successful. Um. The most successful film in the franchise, mm-hmm. um, primarily because we got Matt Damon in for it somehow. Yeah, but he's um, only the thing is, is he's like only in there for like you know two minutes. But then when they re-release it on DVD a few years down the line, it'll be like starring Matt Damon, and everyone will buy it because I think he's got a starring role. But it's really only like a cameo. Oh, one hundred percent. My face is nowhere near the cover of this film. It is basically <laughs> just Matt Damon shirtless, dressed as Zeus, and it's it's fucking bad costuming everyone's very uncomfortable with it yeah and when they re- when they do the re-release when they do the re-release they make the andy dies while camping part really really small so from a distance you just see we bought a zeus and it's like matt damon's shirtless body and you're like oh that seems like a fun you know maybe like family comedy about the greek god of thunder trying to uh 
get along like a Harry and the Hendersons kind of thing. Like, oh, well, this mortal family has to take care of Zeus now. What are you going to do? And then they watch it, and it's just like an hour and 30 minutes of you getting your ass zapped by lightning over and over until you just perish. Why is there a 30-minute sequence dedicated to some fucker playing Dota? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to you have to set it up for the inciting incident, so, uh, you know, you gotta really get in that Dota footage. Um, I think that's... I will say really quickly, before we move on, I do want to know what your best is, but um, every single film in this franchise is four hours long. Oh, good. So, yeah. when you watch it, it's kind of like a Lord of the Rings-type extended edition thing. Y- yeah, um... Michael Bay directed a couple, and they kind of just kind of kept kept getting longer because that dude doesn't know what brevity means. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think Twitter was a really good choice this week, but I am actually going to go with Microsoft in case y'all didn't recognize the kind of sort of aplomb with which I was referring to this emoji while discussing it earlier. I think mm-hmm. it's really great, really simple in a nice way, a very cozy kind of camping emoji, which directly contrasts to a lot of my experiences I've had while camping, but we'll get into that when we do questions. Oh my god. Yeah, are you ready to are you ready to tackle I... some questions? Let's hear from the people. I'm thrilled to do some <clears throat> questions. Alright, cool. Um so right off the bat we've kind of got one that has to do with what I was mentioning. Um, Twitter user at risky standard asks one time I was camping and I got in my sleeping bag and there was a wasp in there and it stung me a lot. What horrors do you think await within these small yellow tents? Andy, I think you've kind of covered this question pretty thoroughly for this entire episode. Yeah, this was basically my entire game plan. Um, Uh so I'm glad someone else was on the same page. Uh, I guess the answer would be my corpse. Oh, uh, okay. That's. Kinda, I mean, if we're sticking with it, that kind of cuts right to the heart of this. Yeah. What? What do you? Let's, Ryan. What type of horrors would you think of, though? So, as I mentioned earlier, or as I alluded to a few seconds ago, I have had nothing but pretty bad experiences with camping in my life. It's been years since I've been camping. I used to go a lot as a kid because. I think I mentioned this on the Tiger episode. I was in Boy Scouts uh, for a few years. And Mm -hmm. when you're in Boy Scouts, you do a couple, like, camping trips every year. And, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, it's a lot of fun. But even as a kid, I was more into, like, science-y kind of stuff. Like, that, like, reading and, like, aliens. Like, very much sort of an introverted kid. But, you know, I went along with it because I I had nothing better to do. Um, To this day... I am still afraid of being in the woods alone thanks to something that happened to me when I was a kid while camping. Um, one of the last times my dad and I went on one of these camping trips, we had heard tell that there was going to be a storm blowing through the area while we were camping, but we thought we were, it was going to clear up. So, you know, we did all the camping stuff you do. We, we hung out with the other pack members. We did some mores. We, 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 you know, went on like kayaks or whatever the hell it is that you do when you're out there. But that night, I, I, I have vivid, like, like, I was in second grade at the time, so I was probably about seven years old when this happened, and I just have extremely vivid memories of it to this day. That night, after we got into the uh, tent, I remember I was there reading Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, as a seven-year-old was wont to do, and I started hearing, like, like footsteps outside our tent and i immediately started freaking out i was like oh god like it was probably some animal but you know like whatever 
my dad was like, oh, you know, it's just the wind, like, whatever, go back to sleep. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of freaking out, but that's fine. And I went back to sleep, and then at, like, 3 in the morning, we are jolted awake by the sound of lightning just cracking, like, directly overhead. And we're like, oh, God. And it starts pouring rain, and we're like, fuck this. We have got to get out of here, like, right now, or we are going to just be washed away in this. So we start... So I get up out of the tent... Yeah, I'm like it's like pouring rain outside. Our car's like right there, and we start packing up the tent, and it's pouring rain, just thundering, lightning everywhere, and all around us in the woods, like animals are like making noise and shit. Like there's all these like chirps and chatters, and like deer making fucking creepy ass deer noises. And it's like three in the morning, and I am fucking terrified of this. And to this day. I have not forgotten the memory of being caught there in a storm, like, desperate to get out of here with these fucking midnight, middle-of-the-morning animal noises just going ape shit around us in the woods, and, um, this isn't like, this isn't like the alien story I told a couple episodes ago where it has kind of a funny ending, like, this is just me being traumatized for life by a shitty camping experience, so... I guess to kind of succinctly answer this question after oversharing this kind of story, a a horror that awaits you in the small yellow tent is being confronted by the existential dread of confronting your humanity against the unstoppable force of Mother Nature, which is an uncaring, cruel being who does not care whether you live or die when you are a Boy Scout and also seven years old. So that's 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 kind of dark, but that's that's an answer, right? That is an answer. Um, I don't think we got asked about any of our own camping experiences, but that did remind me of the, like, one time I went camping. Uh-huh. Um, so, my family thought it would be a good idea for me and my two siblings and uh, my mom and dad, obviously, to go camping for a weekend uh, mm-hmm. with my sister's best friend's family as well at this, like, park or whatever. And I fucking hated it. Because yeah. there were only public bathrooms, Ooh. and I couldn't. I didn't poop the entire time we were oh there. Oh my god! Because uh, like public bathrooms, stinky. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like I was, I kind of was just like had a stomach ache and played on my like played Pokemon the entire time. Uh huh. You played Dota for Game Boy. I played Dota for Game Boy. And then Zeus fucking <laughs> gave me constipation. God, I am I am so sorry. Um, yeah, there's a lot of shit that can go south when you go camping. I, I don't trust it. I don't like it. Um, I think maybe now that I'm older and could prepare a little bit more, I might go camping again. But back in the day, I was having none of that shit after a certain point. I, I, I just gave up on it, you know? Yeah, no. Like, um... I'm 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 gonna stay I'm gonna stay in a in a nice bed instead of in a tent I'd say yeah for sure so we've got another question coming in from Twitter user at Tempest Emily who says what combinations of emoji are Gen Z teens going to use to ask fellow campers for sex in a way that their millennial camp counselors can't understand so what's going to be the next big wave in uh, the new generation of emoji sexting Andy. All right, I've thought about this. I've thought about this one because this was the first question I saw, and I was okay. like, "Well, shit! I don't know how to make this happen." Okay. Okay. So the tent has an opening, right? Which could be substituted for any number of holes on the human body. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're off to the races on this one. There right? is already. 
there's already a, a, a tree in the image, but if you wanted to keep it camping themed, you could use the, um, I believe there's a, there is a pine tree emoji, um, to represent if you're, if you're someone, if it's someone with a penis, you could use that. Okay. Um, or like you could use, um, I don't, I guess you just use the mouth one. Like you'd use like the kissy face to be like, Hey, let me, uh huh. Let me let me moisten those holes with my saliva. I hate Ooh. it. I hate what I've said. Stop asking us horny things. It's turning <laughs> me into a bad person. So I had an answer to this, and I was going to come up with a good euphemism. I was going to say that you know, oh. uh, three years from now, the big sexy wave is going to be called Dunk the Donut. And you're just going to send, like, the donut emoji and the coffee emoji, and that's it. Because maybe your camp counselors think you're getting ready for a nice breakfast to, you know, take on the day, but really you're getting ready to uh, dunk the donut. Oh! Okay, I thought we had to use this emoji. Oh, I mean... (laughs) That's why I went with that fucking terrible idea because i was like well i gotta think of something for a fucking tent well there's the the thing is that there's no delineation like i think you can answer this question however you like but the idea of somebody sending the tent to represent any number of orifices is both the worst and best thing that's been said this entire episode and i really hate it but i'm just really gonna try this year i'm just really gonna try to make dunk the donut happen hashtag dunk the donut hashtag dunk the doin dunk the dunk the donut (laughs) join the conversation um god i'm glad we're marked as explicit yeah uh i don't think there's any other way that we could be broadcasting this podcast or else the fucking podcast police would come and be like listen you said that sex was called dunk the donut now and we're gonna have to put you away for a billion years Fuck, dude, cops love donuts. They're gonna be so mad about that. Yeah, I know. But fuck cops, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. You really gotta stick it to the man with this one. Hashtag dunk the donut. Um, So I'm gonna go ahead and get us one more question going here. Uh, Twitter user at Craspants writes in and says, What should be the punishment for spawn camping? I mean, here's the problem, is that I've been getting spawn camped by all of these, if you really think about it. Yeah, you you got spawn Um, camped by Zeus, essentially. I'd say probably, like, the guillotine's a bit extreme. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I don't know, maybe like an old-fashioned, like, ooh, cool executioner's axe for anybody that spawn camps in a video game. Okay, yeah, I... In, In real life, they die in real life. I think I think that we should kind of get a little bit more conceptual with it, like kind of like a like a revenge is a dish best served cold type thing, okay. and we should outfit all video game controllers with a pair of thumb screws, and every time someone spawn camps, like they tighten just a little bit more, and Ooh. and not so not only do you feel immense pain, but your your gaming ratios also drop down the gaming charts because your thumbs aren't as uh, nimble as they could be with. The with the, with the with the screws on them. Do do they ever loosen if you learn your lesson, or is this just sort of some is this yeah. just some sort of like Hellraiser esque? No, uh, no, I'd I'd say there's some kind of like karma system in place here. Okay. So you know they'll, they'll they'll loosen up at some point. You got to learn a lesson. I like that you became Jigsaw if he was a game designer for a minute there. Yeah, that's the new that's the new hot addition that everyone's going to be talking about in 2019. Like. First it was PSVR, and now it's PSTS, PlayStation Thumbscrews. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I was like, what? Okay, yeah. yeah. See, I like that because like everybody's get like everybody's making these battle royale games. I mm-hmm. do like that Jigsaw is making one that literally tortures you when you play it. Unlike the rest that just sort of figuratively tortures you. Yeah, I was gonna say them. we've talked we've talked a lot about Dota on this podcast already, so you you know very well about games and torture. I do think Oof. that is gonna uh, do it for us today, Andy. Is there anything you want to add as we wrap up? Um, don't piss off any of the Greek gods. Don't do it. Um, and make sure you stay tuned for Andy dies while camping. Uh, ten, I think. No, eleven, I believe. Eleven. Yeah. Fuck my. Well, ten because there was also Andy lives while camping, and that yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, kind of true. been considered a spinoff of the series. Uh huh. Um. You know. Yeah, I do. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for retweeting, uh, following us on Twitter, uh, writing reviews on iTunes, rating us. It's super cool. We're on Google Play now. I think maybe I mentioned that last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put out a tweet at some point with all the information in, uh, in a single space. But, uh, you know, uh, keep, keep it keep it rolling out there. Uh, ha- have a great time uh, on Friday the 13th. Don't walk under any ladders and just, you know, dunk the donut. Hashtag dunk the donut. D- I can't say it.